are listening to Hockey Night in New York, the premier live podcast covering the New York Islanders and the NHL at large. Here's your hosts, Sean Cuthbert and Tony Stubby. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Hockey Night in New York. Welcome to the program, everyone. It is Sunday, October 13th, 2019. Got a late night edition of the show coming up for you. We had to mix up the schedule a little bit, but we're here. We're going to do a 60-minute shot. No guests, just myself and Tony. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Sean Cuthbert. With me, as always, is Mr. Tony Stabil. Tony, how are you? Be good if I turn my microphone on. Tony, how that. are you? How's I'm, it going, man? You know what? I'm good. I'm good because the Islanders pulled out a win last night. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good this, thing this they pulled out a win last night. This would be a dark show. Yeah. This would be a dark oh, show if last night show. didn't work out well. So I'm doing all right. It's a little late, but that's okay. Too late. We're here. We're getting the show in. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the most important thing. I have I'm happy to, to be here. I, I, I have to say, I, I really I really like the new intro track. It's it's uh, it's it's really cool. I'm, I'm very happy with it. So. Yeah, man. I'm digging I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. Hey, it's really good. We're, we, are, we are trying to enhance the production. Every at every angle. How much did you have to pay Eddie Van Halen to play in this thing? That was really good. I mean, that's. I mean, it's <laughs> well, amazing. He's a personal fact, friend. Well, I'm. I'm so, glad you yeah. were able to to, yeah. to reel him in. You know, yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. He's got a busy schedule. So, folks, thanks a lot for tuning in. Appreciate you hanging out late with us. If you are, if not, then maybe on your your morning commute tomorrow. Either way, thanks for being here with us. So, Tony, let's dive in. We have some games to cover for, from the week before. We'll talk about what's coming ahead. You had the loss. Uh, against Edmonton on Tuesday, that was pretty ugly, 5-2. to two. Then you have the same score when they go into Carolina for their first road game of the season. They they get uh, beaten up down left and right. I think the, the, the Hurricanes doubled them in shots in that game, so that was another 5-2 loss. And then you have the, the shootout win last night. They pulled out against Florida, and, and they looked much better in that game overall. And that puts them now at 2-3. and three. That looks a lot better than 1-4. and four. They got four points in the standings. That being said, Tony, how does it feel to be Tony Stabile? I, I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I mean, it's been such Buddy, an up and down week. this is a very important segment of the show. It you is. Need, you need to have an answer. It is. You know, and, and I thought I had an answer going into the show, and then now that you asked me it and you just recapped all of that, and I'm saying I, I don't really know how I feel well, about it. Started I mean, off bad, it started off bad, and it ended on a, on a positive note. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you, you always want to be one of those hot teams that starts off the season the way Edmonton and Carolina have. And, right, uh, of course. Both of them came in and steamrolled a team that looked nothing like the team that there was last year. Year. There was right. very little structure. Well, there was very little right. of everything that Barry kind of uh, kind of preaches to these guys. So yeah, that's a little bit disheartening to see that happen, Not especially the start on you wanted. exactly, especially right. on on home ice on on Tuesday, and then to go into Carolina, the team that beat you four straight in the first round, in the second round of the playoffs yeah. last year. So yeah, I, I'd say that that was you know not ideal, but then you know to see them come back the night the night after. You see, Semyon Varlamov well, have a, a good a good performance last night. I can't look. I don't blame him for what happened against Edmonton. The goals no, that he gave up are no. not his fault. Uh, he played a solid game, other than the once kind of you know goal he would have wanted to have. I'm not going to go soft, but the goal right. he kind of wanted to have back. Right. But other than that, I thought Varlamov has been fine. I don't. I can't blame him for what happened in Edmonton. They hung him out to dry. On, yes. on, on on you know right off the bat. And I thought he played very well last night. He played very well last night. And he night. was excellent in the shootout. Mm-hmm. And he finally got the monkey off his back. Yes. And as is... I commented on the Twitter last night, he finally got his first two syllable chant. Tony. Yes, he's he did. Varley. He's a member. He's Varley. officially now a member of the the goaltending alumni because he's got the two syllable chant. Yes, I mean he that's does. been going that's been going on for how long now since Sallow. Oh, Salo, uh, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy Smith. Was well, see, I can't one. speak for that. Well, they did. Well, they were doing that back then oh, too. Oh yeah, Billy Kelly with the organ too. The bam bam. Uh huh. Billy. <laughs> so this, that's I didn't realize it went back. Kelly, yeah, it's gone all the way. Rolly, Rolly, Rolly Melanson oh, too, and Rolly Rollison. Ro- yeah. Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Rollison. Well, that's where they got it from. It was originally Rolly Rolly Melanson. That uh, I did not know. Loved. I didn't realize it went back that oh, far. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah, Varley yeah. is Billy now... was the first one. That was that was originally the first one. Okay. I always and I always thought when when Di Pietro and we'll talk about him later. But um, I always thought when Di Pietro came in, it would be Ricky. You know, Ricky. And it was, when they came up with DP, I'm like, wh- why? What? What is? Where does that come from? Well, I. It I, should be. It was should have been Ricky and not. Well, DP, I think DP but... was kind of a nickname of his. 
So I think that's was why. it? I think so. How the hell would the fan? Right, anyway, so anyway right, right. We don't have to point, dive. We don't, we don't have, have to, to go into deep this, into that. But honestly, I mean, you know, you know, the var- I like the Varley one. That's that's good. That's, that's fine. Good. That's fine. I'm really interested to see how if Sorokin comes over. What Buddy, gonna it's going to be Ilya. I'm telling you, it's I'm telling. It's going to be. What else is it going to be? Soaky, <laughs> you know so, what I mean. So, so, I Unless he's I got a nickname, right? Well, let's we'll worry about that we'll, when it comes. We'll, yeah, but, but it's I'm, true though. Like, <laughs> like they've been lucky over these years. They always they always find a way to, to wedge a, a two syllable chant for whatever goalie is is between the pipes. It's it's an Islander phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was fun. Yeah, it was. I'm, <laughs> I, right. I enjoyed it. All right, so let's dive a little deeper into these games. We'll start with Tuesday. Five to. Two, yeah. Hey, look, that's why we're here, buddy. We got to We got to be here in good times and bad. I understand. And and this week started off bad. It so, certainly did. So let's go. Let's. <laughs> Brian Larson chimes in. He says DP is much better than Ricky. So oh, you already you already lose, buddy. Oh, I, you know we'll we'll talk about that, bro. I'm All sorry. Right. All right. So. They go they go scoreless for a while in that game until Bavillier opens the scoring with with a shorty. So things are looking pretty good. About four minutes left in the first period. Things are looking all right. And then it was the James Neal show after that. Possibly resurrecting the man's career. James the, Neal. The awful season that he had last year in Calgary. And he ends up getting his first career four-goal game. He pots two on the power play. Connor McDavid had three assists. And not not too many positives to take out of this game. You you already touched on it earlier, saying, you know, that the structure just wasn't there. It wasn't there Tuesday. It wasn't there Friday. They just did not look like the Islanders that we came to to love last year. Just I mean, basically just shutting teams down. I mean, they were a well oiled machine last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they had their off off night here or there, but for the most part, they were keeping pucks away from the net. They were keeping pucks out of the net. And for whatever reason, even though the personnel is virtually the same. It's taken them a little while to get back at it. I, they, again, they looked a lot better last night, and but I'm not going to say they've they found it. I mean, look, they could they could lay another egg next week. We sure. got we got to see it on a consistent basis. Sure. Again, it's so early. That's why you know, good or bad, just pump the brakes on the hot takes, please. No, it's please. It, no, I just you know. Going you would, back to you would think that they're they're already on a ten game lo- losing well, skid here. The, the thing the thing that I the way some of these fans have been the thing that I've read a lot is that look we didn't improve and that's the reason why we're off to this bad start. It's, it hasn't been it hasn't really been the offense. They've been spending so much time trying to make up for not playing the structured way that they're supposed to play. And again, we'll get into different guys who you know we've we've seen and not right. seen things from early on in the season. But really, the offense has had no opportunity to get going. Because they're constantly just chasing the puck around and not they're not playing the way that Barry has has gotten them to the point where the last year they played they were a hundred and three point uh, they were a hundred and three point team and that's the reason I think that, that the team has gotten off to a bad start defensively you know getting the puck through the zone outlet passes just everything has been completely out of sync it has nothing to do with the fact that they're not scoring if they've lost every game you know 5 to 1 or 5 nothing or whatever the case was and they're not generating any well, offense five is one thing. pretty easy no it's, it's not but easy, i mean when, when you're down <laughs> 3 nothing before you blink i mean you know there's not much you can do there Right. Well, I they mean, were tied look, with they, Carolina halfway through the game. They doubled up Edmonton on giveaways in that game. So mm-hmm. that that speaks to what's which going is exactly on the ice. what I'm what I'm saying. It's it, just it's sloppy just, play. Yes. They're giving the puck up. Which is what they're, they they're missing. Ass- they were missing assignments. They were leaving guys open that they shouldn't. And you know, look. I mean, what the one change? You know, at least in in the in the uh, the skaters is 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 Derek Broussard taken over for Val Philpio. I mean, <laughs> obviously that's not the cause for the whole ship sinking. That here. line has been great, by the way. You can't even blame. You can't even say that. You can't even use that as an excuse because that line has been probably one of the more consistent well, lines that's been out there. You and I ha- talked about it a little bit before we went live. Uncle Leo's looking pretty good so well, Uncle far. Uncle Leo has been great for, for what he brings to the table. What did you say? He has three assists already. He's got three points <laughs> he's already. Three he's, points. A, he's, a, he's a he's one of the only plus players on the team. He is. He is. He's got a shorthanded point. How about that? That's right. He had the assist on Bavillier. Uh-huh. That's right. And speaking yep. of Bavillier, he's got four points through five games. Bavillier has been has, has has looked good. Yeah. Broussard is you know only has one point, but he's looked good as well. I mean, you look you you. It's really I'd be really hard pressed. I'm gonna give Broussard some time to adjust to the new team, his teammates, and the new system. You know what I mean? Like let's let's give him a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't have a problem with this game. I mean, he got a little too cute in the uh, Carolina game. Where he he uh, he had the puck on the backhand, he was going towards the net, and he tried the blind blind pass where he should have just put the puck on the net. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to slay the guy for it, but it was a silly play to make. 
But, yeah, there's still time for him to uh, acclimate himself to this team and his role, and, and hopefully he just uh, continues to improve. But, mm-hmm. but one guy who looked pretty out of character in that game against Edmonton was Brock Nelson. Six penalty minutes. He had that double minor for the high sticking. Mm-hmm. And he's been a little undisciplined here for the, from the first few games. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, I mean, he's done. He's doing other things. Uh, he's winning faceoffs, which it's, it's always been a struggle. The faceoffs for him. have improved quite a bit. They, dramatically, despite the, the the poor loss, they had fifty eight percent of the faceoffs that night. So I mean, look, if we're just like, trying twi- to, I think Nelson won twelve some, the other night. Is that right? Yeah, he's been winning faceoffs. Okay. Uh, you know, he's winning faceoffs. He's taken too many. Sometimes penalties. you got to reach for positives, man. Yeah, well, you have to, and that's a that's a look. look that's a big thing because that was a that was a, a one of the the one uh, Achilles heels of this team last year mm-hmm. was the power play and the face off. Right, and I, I, one is probably I would say tied to the other if you have to ask if you ask me. But sure, uh, but honestly, gotta have the puck to score exactly. So uh, to see them, you know, uh, to see them winning face offs at a, at a at a bigger at a better clip this year than they had last year, that's definitely a positive. Seeing Nelson do that. Uh, you know, look, he, he he scored the other night. He's you know he's got ten penalty minutes so far, which is pretty uncharacteristic of him. Uh, yeah, you saw the the type of play that he had last year, the consistency in and out. The one thing that we never saw from him, you know, hence Brocktober. You know, <laughs> we, we we never really after outside of October and November, you really never saw anything out of Nelson for three months until the end of the season again. Right. Which last year was the first year he was producing on a consistent he's basis. Do it again, and he has to do it. He's got to do it from now on. But right. the point is, is that he's based upon last season. It's very uncharacteristic of what he what the player that he had become last year. So hopefully, it's just a, a stretch. You know, it's uh, you know getting into the new season, and he'll he'll just get out of it. I thought he was better last night. Absolutely. Well, you the know, whole team was better last night. I, I mean, well, they looked a lot more like themselves. Right. Last they night. got back to doing the basics, and they got right. back to doing what what you know. They got back to doing the things that made them successful last year, and that's what you want a team that's struggling to do. Right. You don't want it to stretch to four and five games where you don't know, you know, you don't know what team is going to be on the ice. You know, we all thought that after Tuesday night stinker, that okay, well Friday night they come back and they'll be the same team again. To see them play like that two nights in a row, it's that's pretty uncharacteristic of this team. And it's good that they responded after Thursday night. Agre- oh, they had I mean, to- last oh, they night had they to- had. I mean. I would have I would have given the fans a little more leverage, you know, the ones that were already claiming the sky was falling if if they had to throw through another stinker out there mm-hmm. last night. And of course it didn't start well with, you know, because they gave up the first goal, but you know, look, just to just to close it out on that first game on Tuesday, we talked about Varlamov. Like you said, I don't I don't think he's to blame for that loss. No, I think no. he was fine. It was the team in front of him that was more to blame if, if you know, at least from my point of view, and it was tough that he couldn't get his first win because then after that, you, you, I mean, I mean, I think after his first game, you already had fans saying, you know, we want Lehner back and stuff like that. That doesn't after help the, anybody. That doesn't help anything. After the second goal, I mean, guys. He gave up on. a soft one. He did. He gave up the a soft one. The first one, one was, the, yeah. was the softer, softish of the two. It was a soft goal. He should have had it. Yeah, he should have had it. I'm sure he'll but tell you. But you can't run him out of town after one, <laughs> after one <laughs> after goal. One goal. <laughs> exactly. Especially when you held, you know, uh, an offense like Washington's to just two goals. I mean, uh, right. you know, you, you want to you wanna say, okay, well, he had a good game, but we just didn't score enough. So, okay. Right, and then you had Winnipeg come in. You know, um, you, you know, Grice played fantastic in that game. Mm-hmm. The next game out, he plays Edmonton, and yeah, okay, he got, he did, he got, he was hung out to dry in that game. You cannot blame anything about what happened. I'm hearing out oh, this contract's going to be an albatross. I mean, all right, I mean, let's <laughs> just everybody, let's just pump the brakes, breathe, breathe, people. It's just breathe. It's it's not even October fifteenth yet. Yeah, Let's and if it's raising your stress relax. levels, take a break. Yeah, I mean we're we're yeah, it's, it's you know <laughs> take a break. We'll just do some meditation, something, <laughs> just anything. Watch the Yankees; they're doing well. I mean, I know Apparently. we're speaking to a lot of Mets fans right now, probably. No, it's, but. it's all right. Look, hey, when the Mets are out of it. You want you want you rather your New York team, uh, team to well, win. I don't okay. know if that's the mentality there. Not but. all, but right. I, I would rather it. So okay, all right. I just don't want to so, see the Braves win. So. so yeah, Tuesday sucked. It sucked. They lost. And we go to Friday, right? We, we can wrap the book on Tuesday. I think we can wrap it on Tuesday. Okay. All right. So here we go. Friday night, first road game. They go to Carolina. As you already said, this is the revenge game after the sweep that the lovely fans down in Carolina were very nice to remind us that uh, they did sweep the Islanders last week. They were, they were chanting is, sweep in the crowd. And, which and, is you know their what? right? Which is their right? Absolutely. We, I'm pretty sure. We would have done the same thing. Sure I'm sure we'll the, be doing it when Pittsburgh comes to town this yeah, year. Yeah, we might. Yeah, yeah, I think that might happen. Oh, I'm fairly certain of it. <laughs> and speaking of fans and down in Carolina, 
you had quite the showing of orange and blue down there. You have uh, the Isles Great meetup job. guys, the rally guys, the uh, Charlotte guys. You had Devin. The I mean, he he basically goes to every road game, I think. <laughs> At least it seems like. The orange tent's popping really up everywhere now. Great. So he goes down there. You got Brian down there from Long Island Isles meetups. You had a whole crew down there. And I believe you had uh, you had Brendan Burke and Butch Gorn going over saying hello and Shannon Hogan. Mm-hmm. So they're being embraced by the by the MSG crowd. And it's, Justin, it's great what's going on. And Justin, who runs the uh, Isles Meetup, apparently got engaged today. Is that right? Yeah, tweeted well, it out. Congratulations to Justin. Yeah, tweeted out congratulations. That's uh, it's a wonderful thing to see. And sure. He does a, did a fantastic job because again you saw all the pictures. You know, Dev, oh no, it was great. I mean, Dev, look, if Devin's driving someplace, okay, that, that means he's doing something right. So he's he's he going somewhere. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. So big credit to to them for for organizing that and putting it together and just getting a great you know showing of Islander fans. Unfortunately, the the result wasn't what you wanted. So I blame them. I blame the <laughs> I blame the fans. No, I'm obviously kidding. <laughs> But yeah, it's great. I love it, and 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 you have all these chapters popping up everywhere. It seems like you know we talked about it last year. It seems yeah. like there's a new one here and there. I can't even keep track. I know that there's one in Westchester now. There's a Manhattan one now. That's uh, that's run by some fans here in New York, obviously. And you know there was one in San Diego. I think that popped up last yeah, year. There's San one in New Diego. Jersey, Vegas. S- that's right, Vegas too. Vegas. That's right, they're everywhere. So I, I told you I last year we, we need you to go take the, a road trip out there. That's why I want to go visit buddy, those people. Buddy, buddy, I'm ready. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's make it happen. All Let's right, make it happen. Try, a little try. hockey night in New York, in Vegas, Let's or wherever. We got to try that. Yeah, we got to hit the road. We mm-hmm. got to hit the road. Sure. And uh, you know what? Now I know we're, we're we're going off sideways a little bit here, but we're talking about fans now. We're talking about. Islander fans in seats. You know what seats they're not filling right now? The Coliseum. The Coliseum. It, it's a bad look, guys. Bad look. Look. Bad look. Oh, yeah. It's a bad look. But, you know, we, we t- actually talked about it a little bit last week, right? Didn't we? We talked about it last week? Um, For about, yeah. Okay. Just like for a little minutes. while. Yeah, because okay. we don't want to make a big deal about right. it. I don't think that so it was warranted. So gonna, I'm going to reiterate what I said. It doesn't necessarily bother me personally. There's a lot of things to do here. There's a lot of distractions. You got you got a baseball team right now, who's who's in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. You got football going on, and let's let's face it, hockey is is on the bottom of the major sport totem pole here in New York, mm-hmm. okay? And then, you know, whether you like it or not, the Islanders are on the bottom of the hockey totem pole next to their neighbors in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It, that's just the truth of it. So you got a lot of things that people are prioritizing, and then you got life, you got all that sort of thing. So yes, is it disappointing? Sure, but. All I care about is is the team on the ice and whether they're winning or losing. You know what I mean? So, you know, you see some fans are giving other fans a hard time for not showing up. I'm not going to do that. No. Again, you I, spend your money however you want. Mm-hmm. You spend your time however you want. Would it be nice to see fans in the seats? Of course. And maybe it just goes to show you that this team still has some work to do to earn that rabid fan base back. You You see how loyal and passionate the fans are because they're driving down to Carolina, for God's sake, right? So it's there. Yeah, you got people that love this team. Yes, there, but for whatever no reason, for whatever reason, they're still not convincing enough people to drop down thirty, sixty. Nine. I mean, it depends on the night. It depends on who they're playing. Sometimes it's six dollars. <laughs> I mean, I think that was Tuesday against Edmonton, was, right? They were basically given tickets away and they couldn't fill the building. Right, right. Well, I mean, the other the other part of it is is that how much did waiting to the last available second to move some of these games to the Coliseum? How how much of an effect did this have? See, it's a double-edged thing, though, because, again, yes, maybe it, it, it you know, worked against some people's preparation and planning and scheduling and stuff like that, but you at the other side of that coin, you know, a lot of people who are like, I'm not going to Barclays are probably like, oh, I'm going to go to the Coliseum now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but you see, the problem... I'm uh, sure it'll the problem the that for I a lot have, of fans to show up. The problem that I have is that you know, and I and I can tell. Look, I have I have I have young kids, and you know, you you have plans, and you make plans, and you 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 make them in advance. And if these games are, if you just look yeah, at maybe the schedule, maybe a lot of people blew off that night because it wasn't Barclays, right? right because and it was you, too late to exactly to so show you, up at the college, and especially at this time of year. You know, you 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 got you know your things going on for October, November, heading into the holidays. So it's right. it's it is it is a possibility look, that that had some. Tony, this has also been a thing that's been going on for years. I mean, because you know, I mean, look, the Coliseum was jam packed last year, almost every single night. Yes, but that's also like there's there's the nostalgia effect. There's the we know that they're not going to be there 
too long effect. We didn't know how many games Pe- they were going to Exactly, right. exactly. So, because yeah. look, at, look at the last year at the Coliseum when everybody knew they were going to Barclays. I know. It was, that it year was they packed, packed the place yeah, out because so everybody agree. wanted to get in there before it was gone. Right, right. So now we're kind of back to, oh, we got it again. It's there. You can take it for granted again because right. they're going to be there this year for a majority of games. I w- we've talked about this. I wouldn't be surprised if they play all the games there next year. Uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, and look, you can make all the excuses in the world for the fans out mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever explanations we're trying to throw out there right now, the bottom line is they're not showing up. And I think that's on the team. That is on the team to put a successful product on the ice and to market the damn team. So don't 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 go wagging your finger at fans for not going. I, I think the, the team has got to win the fans back. I mean, you, we can't... Look, Getting to the second round of the playoffs again was nice. Sweeping Pittsburgh was nice. But this team has not been a consistent, successful team in decades. Okay? Uh, okay. All right. Look, I, I and I get where you're coming from. I get where you come from. But you're talking about a team that 103 points last year, that swept Pittsburgh in the first round of the playoffs, that went to the second round. Yes, I understand. They went. They, they, they offered the top free agent on the market uh, uh, what eleven and a half million dollars? Whatever a year. it was. Okay, whatever the case was. Okay, I mean, let's let's not let's uh, you know this is a team also that the ownership just broke ground on a brand new building. Okay, which again has the, 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 a live webcam. I saw it on the freaking site before. All right, so it's not as if this is coming off the if this was coming off the Doug Wait season where they were historically bad defensively that you didn't really know what you were going to get from this team. But this team went out. Not you know couldn't get the free agent that they wanted. Resigned basically all of their free agents from last year. Brought essentially the same team back under the coaching staff, which we all fell in love with last year. Right. You would think you would think the first week or two of the season before you would you know be able to have some kind of whatever. That's why I'm saying maybe it's the fact that they had some of these games they only got to the, on the Coliseum schedule at the last minute because maybe. you would but think this that has been th- a trend. No, for a while. I know I understand that, but. It's, you know, going back to, well, this team's got to earn. Look, I would think from last year they've earned some 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 capital here the first couple of weeks for, for what game should, what, what the Coliseum should look like. I know the Yankees are in the playoffs, all right? I know it's football season. I get it. I said that last week, you know, with the Sunday game, okay? It's during football season. I'm surprised that they're playing Sunday games or as many as they are during mm-hmm. football season. They usually, t- they typically don't do that yeah. in the first half of the season. So, there's a, yes, there's a lot of options, but those options are not going away. When football starts, when it goes away because both the Jets and the Giants aren't going to the playoffs anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you know when when that ha- that basketball is going to start, okay, and the Nets are going to be one of the top teams in the NBA this year, mm-hmm. considering the talent that they imported. So yeah. that's going to be another. So there's always going to be something. The Knicks always draw. The point is, is that this team, no matter what's going on in the landscape. This that building should have more than nine thousand fans in it. I mean, I saw pictures from Saturday night. I it was were, there, buddy. There I saw the I saw the I saw of, the empty seats. And I, look, I was there during the the really lean years. Okay, two thousand and eight, two thousand nine season when you know the year before they got the the number one but overall Tony, pick. But Tony, it, it's it it goes further than that because they're not filling the building when the prices are dirt cheap. The like by comparison. Mm-hmm. The Islanders don't sell their tickets at typical, you know, average market value as the rest of the league. I mean, you know, you have your Carolina Hurricanes, you have your Florida Panthers that have low ticket prices, mm-hmm. I am sure, because they have attendance problems. Mm-hmm. But you put the Islanders next to the Rangers, or and I'm sure Chicago, Vegas, you know, almost any other team in the league that, you know, has a, a significant fan base. You know, you, you're not getting into the building, I would think, for at least 60 bucks. You know? No question. Right? No question. And now you have, you have, you know, last night I got in last minute for like a $35 ticket. Mm. So 35 that's reasonable. I saw your seats. They look pretty good. Actually, no, I was I was in the concourse. <laughs> my seat was my seat was up. I was oh, hanging out in the kidding? concourse, oh, man. bro, you took a picture all the way down. I thought you had good seats. No. There's no bad seats in the concourse. No, I know. All right? You know what I mean. But no, no, that was not <laughs> that was not where I was sitting. If, if, if we're uh, if we're telling the truth here, yeah. But anyway, well, thank I, you for coming clean. I appreciate it. I mean, that. you know, look, I try to I try to keep it clean here. It's good. So yeah, there was plenty of empty seats, but but again, getting back to my point is that, you know, it's it's pretty telling when, you know, you have a franchise who's selling their tickets for under market compared to, you know, by comparison to the rest of the league and they're still they're still having a hard time. And and I mean for crying out loud, they're playing in basically the richest county in America. Mm-hmm. If, you know, the richest maybe the yeah, second or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. people got money around here, but 
looks like they want to spend I've, it elsewhere. I've heard. Yeah. Well, I look. I, I look. I, I, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this is not a trend. I really am. I mean, I think that Barry and company. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But well, I, keep I'm going. Not, keep I'm going. Not, I'm not losing sleep over it either. Yeah. But but my my thing is, is I just hope it's not a trend. These guys, you know, they you know they they feed off of us in the in in, in the crowd, yeah for the okay? players. Yeah, you'd like to see they more, do, and you know, and you there, and you sure. every interview you heard. From last year's playoffs to training camp over the summer, it's about it's a special place to play. We want to play. We have been begging for them to come back and play more games at the Coliseum. The fans show up for the big games. I know, but they even, show up for the big games. I know. And look, I, I Winnipeg know plenty, on a Tuesday, Edmonton on a Tuesday, Calgary midweek. I know. It's, it's just not happening. I, I, you know, and from years of having Florida season tickets, on a Saturday, you know what nights are going to be packed and which ones aren't. And yeah. and these last ones have been, you know, some tough games. You know, I wish they had a couple more. You know interdivision games early on in the season, you know, kind of yeah. get things going, and they don't really. So, Well, I'll tell you what. The only way more fans are going to show up as the season goes on is if they start winning more games. That's that's usually what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. When you get a successful team, people are like, I want to be there. But if they continue to, you know, medal around 500 hockey, this is what we're going to get. And if <laughs> if they start going on a losing streak, it's going to be even worse. Yeah, well, you Again, you would think that, you know, that, that that's not – you know, after coming off the season that they had last season, bringing everybody back, if they had gutted the team after having 100 point season, be my guest. But yeah. 103 point season, they sign everybody, bring everybody back, right? And then they went after the top free agent and missed out to a team well, that look, they're not going to beat. We know that there's a lot of people that are unhappy about that being the case. A lot of people right. wanted to see something happen, myself included, yourself included. Of course, there's no know. question. But but I mean, maybe I'm just a sucker. I'm still going to the games, but no. that's okay. I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna get upset with fans that don't. No, you know, no. you don't want to go. It's, it's it's on you, man. It's just, your life. I'm, like I said, just hoping that it's not a trend. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's reel it back in to that Friday night loss against the Carolina Hurricanes, five to two. We talked about the fact that uh, the structure was absent again blown coverage they just did for whatever reason i don't know where their heads are but for whatever reason out of the gate they just haven't been able to get it together i can tell you where their heads were right right sure there there is a phrase for that Mm -hmm. so okay bad game they lose grice has his first rough start of the season and you look at the you want to you know reach reach for positives again power play was two for five you got goals from nelson you got a, a goal from boychuk the rocket from the point with uh, which which with right now has the greatest celebration of the of it the season good. so like far. He even took the glove the, off. The like pistol that. that was nice. That was nice. And he's known for that. Anytime Johnny scores a goal, he's he's got some kind of uh, boisterous celebration. Yes, he does to come after. So that's entertaining. Doesn't like happen that. very often. So you got to take advantage and, when it does. And it's going to happen even less often if Noah Dobson's going to be taking some of his ice time. Continues to do so. Right. Right, even though now we have some potential injury situations that we're going to talk about. We will discuss that as well. But speaking of Noah Dobson, he got his, I think I, I missed this, he got his first assist yes, he did. this week. He assisted on, what was it, Matt Martin's goal mm-hmm. that night against uh, against Carolina, right? Or am I, am I uh, mixing up my games here? I thought it was Edmonton. Yeah, you know what it was. It was, it was, it was a late game. goal. Matt Martin scored. He, he, Beautiful uh, pass. It was a nice cross-crease pass. Beautiful pass. Yeah, and, and now that we're, we're bringing the guy's name up, we might as well talk about him. He finally got into a couple of games here. Let's talk about mm-hmm. what you think about how he's looked out there. We, you know, he got his first point. But do you think he looks like an NHL defenseman? Do you think that he belongs? And you think do you think he, he's going to deserve some more games going forward? Yes, he does definitely look like an NHL defenseman. He did. He, he had he had a rough first period. I don't say rough first period. He looked he looked um, nervous in his first period, but definitely looked better in the second and the third against Edmonton. Uh, beautiful pass on, on the Matt Martin goal. You mm-hmm. could see he's poised. I mean, he look he's he's a 19 year old kid. He's poised. He's you know playing his first couple of NHL games. I, I have uh, I, I I have nothing but good things to say about what I've seen so far. And, yeah, I believe he should be here, no question. Well, it might be a little easier for him to do that now because Nick Letty is apparently on the mend. Do we know what his status is? Do we know how long he's going to be out? What's no, I, with Nick Letty? we don't even know what's wrong with him. So, really? I, you know, yeah, so I, I don't uh, – hmm. uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what's what's going on with that. They've been a little uh, – with Casey, too. I mean, Casey, they haven't really, you know, stated what's going on with him either, so – um, I'm not sure. I mean, let Letty. When was the last time that Letty played? I'm looking it up now. Uh, well, Letty played against Florida. He did. He did. He played against Florida. <laughs> Dobson sat. Okay. 
So Letty played against Floyd, played 18 minutes. Uh, and he had zeros straight across the board, 26 shifts. So he was on the ice. Uh, Boy Chuck stayed in the lineup. Dobson sat, and uh, I guess that was part of it. And it was Everly little, that uh, got hurt towards the end of the game. Yes, which it was Everly. did not okay. look good. There's been no update, but there's no there was no nothing today. There was I don't think they even had uh, practice today. So I'm assuming that they'll they'll have something tomorrow about that. Okay. All right. So I think we can kind of leave the the Carolina f- uh, the game on Friday. I mean, look, they were outshot forty to nineteen. They just again it it looked pretty much as bad as as they did against Edmonton on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like they belonged to the same ice at some points in that game against Carolina. They were right. all over them. The you know you talk about the youth and the speed. And look, it they got a good team. It was five to two. It was four two. Empty net goal made it five two. It was not that close. Well, it was two two. One when Johnny scored his excuse me his power play goal that tied two, the two. game at yes. two. Mm-hmm. But but it was ne- but after that but the ice from was that tilted point it was tilted towards, and yeah. and it re- like I said it was never really that close. You know the four two five two score. It sound four two makes it sound like it was close heading into the last part. You know into the into the last few minutes of the game. It really wasn't. Right, right. All right. So unless you got something to add, we can move on to last night. Let's go to last night. Let's go to last night. All right. The positive stuff. It took a little longer than we would have liked, but the Islanders got a win last night against Florida. I guess everybody got a little nervous when Florida tied it in the third period. Mm-hmm. But they held on. They got to the shootout. Varlamov stood strong. They three get the three. three to two shootout win. Yes, three for three. And uh, look, they looked much better. They looked a lot. Like I said it earlier in the show, they looked a lot more like the team we saw from last year. And now they just got to make it consistent. You know, they got to get away from whatever crap <laughs> was going on mm-hmm. in the first four games right. and try to you know watch watch some tape from last night. <laughs> <laughs> Get that yes. stuff in your brain. That's what they got to continue to do. They got to play the way that the, they have to play the style of hockey that has made them successful to this point. And they didn't. They got away from that for two games this week. So hopefully they they went back to basics. They they will go and continue to play the way that they played against Florida last night. Right, right. And you get Anders Lee. He tied the game up at one. I mean, this is something that the Islanders have been pretty guilty of so far this season. Is giving up that first goal, which uh, mm-hmm. Dennis Malgin scored. Uh, in the first period, five and a half minutes into the first. Then you got Anders Lee ties it. Josh Bailey gives him the lead to go up 2-1. to one. That was the off elite, Everly. And elite winger, Pelican. Josh Bailey. Josh Bailey, he is, he is Joshy consistency as far as I'm concerned. Josh ba- this is this is my problem with Josh Bailey. What's that? He's got two goals this season so far. You know how many shots he's taken? Oh, tell me. Three. That's Josh Bailey, man. That's Josh Bailey. He's got three shots in five games, I, and he I'm scored not surprised by that at all. on two of the three shots. Yeah, N- come on, this is that's that's just <laughs> that's, that's Val Filpula percentage right there. That's ri- that's, <laughs> that's rid- flipped it last that's year. That's ridiculous. All right, that's ridiculous. Okay, when you, I'm I'm sorry. That's that is ridiculous. But this is Josh Bailey, man. The, He's he, two for three. Shoot more, man. Shoot more. That's been his mo his entire career. You uh, think that's changing now? No. Obviously, it's not. He's got three shots Thank in five you. games. Thank you. Elite winger Josh Bailey. Okay, he's still elite despite your he's, your clear issue with him. He's pissing me off. Wow. He's, he's got to shoot more, man. He's got to shoot more. Martin's one for one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He is. Great. Yeah, he's got uh, one okay, for one. Great. He's I don't expect shots him. from Matt Martin, okay? Matt Martin's got other things to do. I expect shots from Josh Bailey. Come on. Josh. You're not getting an argument from me. I, you're I, absolutely right. I, I know. I, I know mean, you're going to listen to this on the way to the Coliseum tomorrow for your <laughs> right, skate. He's going to okay? have it. He's going to have when it. When you're on your way to yeah. Northwell tomorrow, I'm right. just just please shoot shoot the puck more, please. Thank you. Okay. Well, he shot the puck last night and he scored, and that gave him a two to one lead. Mm-hmm. They take that into the third period, which we we found out last year they're very good at taking leads into the third period. However, unfortunately, Usually, not last night. They gave up the tying goal. Evgeny Dadanov scored his third goal of the year. With just over four minutes to go in the third period, and that's when fans in the seats started crapping themselves a bit. Oh, no, they're going to give this one up, too, mm-hmm. after the last two losses. Mm-hmm. But they lock it down. They get into overtime. Overtime was entertaining. We didn't see any goals, obviously. Get to the shootout. Isles get it done. Walamov gets it done. Big monkey off his back, like I said. He gets the win. And now everybody's and feeling good going into the holiday tomorrow. And it's Brocktober all over again. Brocktober, baby. Brocktober. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So, last night is a, is a, is a nice reset, okay? Mm-hmm. We need to see more games. like. And, and look, it's if they're going to be winning games, until there is something done with the personnel, 
this is what we're going to see. Three, two wins, two, one wins. You know, maybe they play a team with a weaker defense like Winnipeg. We'll see a couple more goals going up on the board. But when you're playing good teams, and Florida's a good team. We, we said it last week. They're going to be better this year. Yep. So getting a win against Coach Quinn and the Florida Panthers, not bad. I mean, it's a shame it took, you know, till the till the uh, extracurricular, you know, event at the end. Mm-hmm. But they got the win. They got the two points. That's all that matters. So build off of this. And you got a huge, huge test coming tomorrow afternoon against the St. Louis Blues. So before we start looking at the games ahead, though, why don't we just touch on what's been going on? Obviously, you had Jordan Eberle was hurt by that hit late in the game last night. I th- it looks like it might have something to do with his leg, his knee perhaps. But he got... he got uh, Did not look good. Yeah, it did not look good. It did not look good the way he was sitting on the bench, the way the, the way he looked yeah. after the hit. It did not look good. So this potentially could be a little longer term than any of us would like because, you know, everybody was excited about he was how he was going to look alongside Barzell. It was a beautiful pass he had season. last night, too, on the, uh, on the Bailey Yeah, goal. and he's, he's got three assists through five games. Not bad. You know, we'd like to see him on the, on the goal-scoring part of the sheet, but, you know, that was going to come. But especially who he's playing with, which I'd like to talk about that for just a minute. What's that? I said especially who he's playing with, which I'd like to talk about that for oh, a minute. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. By the way, it's three assists are in the last two games, which is uh, which was promising for the fact of is that you know that he you know he, ha- he hadn't had any points heading into yeah. the Carolina game. And but, and look, the, and another good sign is is that the power play is clicking yes. pretty well so far. Yes, and it's but it is very it is very difficult. Okay, it is very difficult when you're when your number one player. When your offensive star has just two points through five games, so, so let's talk about that. Okay, in, in go ahead. Plain and simple, in my opinion, Matt Barzell has got to be better. Okay, we're talking about in the beginning of that. We're talking about RFA's during during uh, during training camp and right. throwing numbers out about hey, uh, you know, I, I'd like to stay here. I want to sign a contract, and we're hearing numbers in the eight and nine and ten million dollar range. You cannot be producing a point every two look last year was what 60 points in 80 games uh this year he's off to two assists in the first five games he has not been i mean other than the first game or two where he was generating tons of chances he's been relatively well, quiet bro he's you talk got, about you talk about guys that got to shoot more he falls in that category too he's got 11 shots in five games okay so he's at least shooting the puck a little bit Okay, right. if he had three shots through five games, but I'd be all over there him are too. Still, there are still some plays that I'm seeing where you get classic Barzell, where and look, sometimes the situation absolutely calls for it, mm-hmm. but he's doing his ring around the zone. He's taking it behind the net. He's popping out and he's looking for something. And you know, sometimes in that instance, he's got a window to shoot. He's got a window to shoot. Right, and he but and that's a thing because he's doing the same things week in and week out. Guys are starting to get hip to the idea that you know that that's he's not going to shoot. Right. So now they can just back off him a little I mean, bit. If he doesn't shoot, it's not going to. Uh, it's not helping him. I joked on his unsuccessful shootout attempt last night that he was looking past. Yes, exactly, which I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, hey, where's my wingman? Where is he? Right. I mean, no. He, look, that's his game. And look, the guy can dish. There's no question about it. I mean, we we've seen it now over two seasons. This guy can make beautiful, gorgeous passes, and he can set guys up for some some beautiful scoring opportunities. There's no doubt about it. But he's also got a good shot, and he's got to take it. He's got to take more shots. I agree with you 100%. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Again, with anything, looking at analyzing anything with this team in this league, you know, being the the few games that that we're in so far, you know, give it give a little bit of time. But yes, through the first five games, I'd like to see more out of Barzell. He's he's your he's your superstar. He's your leader. He's we all know how offensively challenged the team you know was last year, and there was no upgrade. So the guys that are at the top, they got to do it. They got to do it, and that that extends out to Lee. That extends out to Eberle if he if he's coming back anytime soon. But no, you're right. Barzell's got to do more. I, I I have to agree. Look, the guy's got to be at least hovering around, you know, point per game, maybe a little bit less. That's I, fine. I agree with you. But he's got to be, you know, they, they, look, they got by with him being a 60-point guy in a 103-point season last year. But if if their defensive numbers are going to regress a little more towards the mean, as everybody seems to expect this year, mm-hmm. then guys like him got to step up and they got to put gotta more pucks in the net. 75 he's, yeah, to he's got to get those points. Range. He's got to be and there. It's, 
And it's going to, you know, it has to come from the power play too. So, yes, that is a good sign that so far the power play has looked all right. But, again, it's five games. It could go in the tank tomorrow. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right. So let's see. It, it, none, none of their – Nothing has been written in stone yet on this team yet. We're we're still seeing what's going on. You have the the new assistant coach, and you have the new power play now. You, you Broussard's still feeling his way, mm. and even Varlamov's still feeling his way out. Uh, you know, with under the tutelage of of Mitch Korn and Piero Greco, right. he's making adjustments to his game. Mm-hmm. And look, uh, a lot was said about the fact that you know Barry Trotz included here, saying, look, I, he liked the fact that they're pretty much bringing back the same team. So he he want he figured that. Maybe they hit the ground running, and they haven't. That's it's unfortunate, but look, maybe they just gotta get the cobwebs off, whatever it is, and just get back to that structure that you know we were so familiar with. I mean, did did everybody on the team aging another year slow them down? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I don't think all of a sudden they're just going to completely abandon the structure that they had last year. I right. I, I can't see that happening. No, so, I mean, yeah, but is it you, frustrating look, they're two and three? Yes, of course, but but, you, but the, that's all the guys, all the guys that are struggling, right? All the guys who are struggling are guys who aren't shooting. Okay, if you go back, he got Bailey's got three shots. Okay, and he's got and he's got four points. So we'll just we'll give him a pass. Sure. He's got three shots in five games. Right, Devon Taves has been has been pretty steady. Okay, he's only got seven shots in five games. Okay, he's an offensive defenseman. I would think more than seven shots in five games would be would be more towards what you would expect from Devon Tapes. Right. Anders Lee's got eight shots in five games. Okay. Right. Then you have uh, Broussard's got six shots in five games. You have Ryan Pollock with eight shots in five games. A guy with a hundred and ten mile an hour slap shot has only got eight shots on goal through the first five games. Well, a part of that is in these games that they've lost, they're not. They're not holding on to the puck in order to shoot. Well, because the other team's got the puck. I okay. I <laughs> agree. When you're getting outshot forty to nineteen by the Hurricanes, you know I, what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. I'm telling you, but I'm just <laughs> saying all the guys that we're talking about that are struggling are all the ones that it's, are just look. It starts with them getting their game back together. Right. It starts with getting that defensive structure back, and that means they're going to be possessing the puck more, and that means they're going to be driving more offense. So you would think that if they play more games like they did last night, those Shooting numbers are going to go up because they're going to have more possession. You, you know who's got saying? the most shots on the team? Please tell me. Brocktober. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, he does. Eighteen. Well, he's a shooter, so he, good. Eighteen shots. Good. He he should be shooting. And, the and just as we talked about faceoffs, just just uh, just to touch on this very quickly. Yeah. Okay. Brock has won fifty-two percent of his faceoffs so far, which is great. Uh, let's see, fifty-nine percent from Dr- Derek Broussard. 57.8% from Casey Sezikis. That's nice. Barzell that's is the nice. only one that's been subpar at this point, but 41%. It don't mean much if you're losing games 5-2. to two. I'm, I know. But, but it's I'm, nice. But it's, it's definitely, nice. It's, it, if, if they get back to their structure, they won't be losing the games 5-2. to two. But, Agreed. But the, the face-off numbers are definitely trending in the right direction. I agree with you there, and that's good. We'll keep an eye on it. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's still early. It's still early. Yes. Okay. There's going to be plenty I've, of teams who's who's got a crap power I'm not play saying right I'm now. Down it's going to be better later, and vice versa. I'm not down on anybody who I'm talking about. I got here. You. I'm just saying that the these these guys, you, you you they need to step take that step forward. They need they, these are the best guys on the team. They need to play like the best guys on the team, like the best players on the team. Well, look, they got a big test coming up tomorrow with the Stanley Cup champions coming to town. So that's that's, that's a big game. That's going to be very interesting. And it's the the dreaded afternoon game <laughs> that nobody likes. Yeah, that's Monday and then, afternoon. Then game. they got a short little road trip after that. They go into Winnipeg on Thursday and then they're in Columbus on Saturday. Yep. That's going to be I'm interested to see what what Columbus is is doing over they there. They still feeling the team down there? <laughs> apparently, uh-huh. apparently. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I haven't looked at their record or what they've done, but wow. I just know that they don't have as as many good players this year as they had last year. That, that is, I'm confident. That in. is a uh, that is an astute <laughs> buddy. That's <laughs> why we do the show. That's why the people are tuning in. That is an astute <laughs> observation, my friend. Wow. I I try my That's best, great. and I think now is as good a time as ever. We'll take one little break here. Yeah, we'll come out with the hero. We'll touch on a few more things. We'll look at those games ahead. We'll maybe touch on that Everly situation we we hinted at before, mm-hmm. and then we'll wrap this thing up. So, folks, we appreciate you tuning into Hockey Night in New York with Sean Cuthbert, myself, and Tony Stabile himself. Remember, you can always tune in live or for the archives at hockeynightny.com. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with the Hero of the Week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Hockey Night in New York at HockeyNightNY.com, the premier live podcast covering the New York Islanders and the NHL at large from our studios right here on Long Island, hosted by Sean Cuthbert and Tony Stabile. Tune in weekly during the season Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time for insights on the team, great special guests, and commentary on all the happenings around the league. If you happen to miss us live, all shows can be streamed or downloaded 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at the same address, HockeyNightNY.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher, where you can subscribe and never miss a show, no matter what your preferred platform. Question for the guys? Comments? Interested in the sponsorship? Please contact us at HockeyNightNewYork at gmail.com for any and all inquiries. We appreciate all the support, and as always, let's go Islanders. Love repping your favorite Long Island hockey team? Can't get enough orange and blue swag? Look no further than Yes Men Outfitters, the independent lifestyle brand born on the island to support the game, the team, and the players you love. Visit YesMenOutfitters.com for a wide selection of themed shirts, hats, hoodies, and yes, even pajamas. All apparel is designed and created in-house with the same passion and dedication as your favorite team on the ice. So upgrade your wardrobe and show off your pride today by visiting YesMenOutfitters.com. And don't forget to use promo code HockeyNightNY for 10% off your order. That's YesMenOutfitters.com. Stabile. And when you hear this lovely, lovely tune, that means it's time for the Hero of the Week. So, let's get after it here. Tony, you're up because I went first last week. So please, Tony, please give me your Hero of the Week thanks to that victory last night against Florida. Otherwise, we'd be playing a Smashing Pumpkins song right now. Yeah, we would be. We would be. The, I, the, the zero The zero of the week. week. Which we didn't want, I really didn't want to do this early We didn't have season, too many so of those last very, year, thankfully. I only had a couple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I am going to go with my hero of the week, and I'm going to go with the redemption of the week. And the guy who started off the week pretty bad and ended up the week pretty good, and that's Semyon Varlamov. Varlamov was pulled in his game on Tuesday night, hung out to dry. Fans got on him a little bit. A lot of question on, on the internet about whether or not the Islanders made the right move, bringing him in, not bringing back Robin Leonard. Comes out, plays a very solid game on Saturday against the Florida Panthers, and when they needed him the most in overtime and in the shootout, came up big, made all the stops that he needed to make, gets the Islanders their second point. Got to give it this week. Semyon Varlamov is definitely my hero of the week. Buddy, I like it because this guy needs some recognition for the game that he had last night. Mm-hmm. Get that monkey off his back like we talked about. And look, fans, he's here, whether you like it or not. If you miss Laner, I miss him too. I wish him nothing but success in Chicago. But this is your guy now, for better or worse, him and Thomas Grice. So hop on the bandwagon. If he has some more bad games, sure. Give him, give him, some, give him some shite. I get it. I understand. But give the guy a chance here. Yeah, he had a rough he had a rough go in the first couple of games. He did. He, he didn't get much support from his team, but he showed us what he can do last night, and hopefully there's a lot more of that than there was in the other games. So, Tony, I think that's a great hero of the week, but I got somebody else, pal. Oh, let's hear it. I withheld mentioning so his name. So shocking. <laughs> I withheld mentioning his name in the recap of last night's game, but my hero of the week is none other than Ross the Boss... Johnston. <laughs> That's right, baby. Love it. Not only did he pummel Josh Brown of the Florida Panthers, mm-hmm. but you know the real reason why I'm giving him the Hero of the Week? Because that little shimmy, that little that little number he pulled before the fight began. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. I was cracking up. I thought it was great. Yep. So as far, if I'm Barry Trotz, he can stay in the lineup for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> 
Give me more of that, man. I loved it. It was great. Uh, look, we all know what his his role is here for this team, and we also know he's not going to get in, into every game because of that. But it was very entertaining. I loved it. And look, man, Ross Johnson, given what he is, you know, he even saw it last year. The, the odd game that he got in, he potted the odd goal. He's not... I don't think he's a liability out there. I don't and think look, he's a liability if, if, at all. If he can get out there in a tight game like that against the Panthers and smash some face and do a little dancing, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So Tony's the <laughs> Bill. Ross the Boss is my hero of the week. That's that's a good choice. I'm going to just throw in one other. Uh, we got a tweet from Brian Larson mm-hmm. who says, the hero of the week should be Jim Hiller and the Islanders' power play. All right. That they currently sit sixth in the NHL at a whopping 30%. There you go, baby. I love it. So, we got our first official fan hero of the week. I love it, Listener Brian. hero. Congratulations. You have just made... <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to get a, a a ribbon made for you, and we'll present it the next time we see you. Uh, you're handling that. I don't want to be in. No, no, I want no part I, of the ribbon. I, I am lying. That's, right. that's not well, going to happen. But, yes, thank you for, right thank you for chi- chiming in, Brian. We, we appreciate it. As and, and I think that, yeah, the, the power play does need to be commended here no for question. sure. No but, question. again, folks, let's not get too excited about it yet because it's only five games. But so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. So – at least, at least we don't have to start the uh, higher Gomez hashtag yet. <laughs> I, was wa- I was waiting to pull that one out. If yeah, the power play been, just you've sunk been in the tank, on that one oh, hundred percent. You've been sitting was, on that. If if the power play had been in the tank to start the season, I was rolling that one out there. Just you know, subtly higher Gomez. Oh <laughs> You're too much. Uh, oh, by the way, thanks really, thanks very much for pissing off half the island of fan base with the <laughs> "I Hate Josh Bailey" song. That's that's just really great of you. To do that, you you seem to be in the minority on this one, pal. That's okay. I own it. That's fine. I like the fact that you tell me you're judging them for singing a song in the supermarket. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's your right to sing it. You can do it. If you love it, that's fine. And I said it already. If it brings the fans together and they're having a good time and it's... Look, I get it. I, I I enjoy the fans coming together for that, but it's not going to change my opinion no, that not. I think it's a lame song. And like I said uh, in another brilliant tweet. Oh, here we go. Now he's <laughs> patting himself on the back. This is just during is the Hurricanes classic, game. Right during the Hurricanes game, we caught those clowns down in Carolina doing the wave. That should be outlawed in arenas, up, down, left, and right. It should be outlawed in sports, let alone arenas. Yes. It should be everywhere. Yes, that's, that's essentially what I'm trying to say. Well, you didn't but say then, that. But then a light bulb went off in my head, and I said, wait a second. I said, the Josh Bailey song <laughs> is the wave of, of fan chants and songs. That's what it is. It's the wave of chants and songs. That's what it is. You are so, the, you're going to take so much heat for this. Buddy, you realize look, that, right? Look, it's fine. They love it's that song. They love Look, that it's, song. it's taken off. I am surprised and love disappointed it. at the same time. But if everybody <laughs> wants to sing it, you have a ball, please. Have a good time. <laughs> I will not be joining you. Okay, I, I just I, I just want to put out there that I, I, I do not I do not share in Sean sentiment here. I, I do not sing the song in the supermarket. I, I can I'll be the first one to tell you that. But I, I, I do I do like that one. That is that is one of my 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 favorites of, of all of the, the chants. So of all the songs, they took an awful cheesy song and made it even cheesier. And it already yeah. was. Oh, now it's a, that's it's the song is not that bad. It's bad. Come on, no, it's not. It, look, again. they used to play. They used to play. Actually, they used to play at the old Chase Stadium a lot. That was one of their. Well, that was thank one God, I'm not you a Mets fan. You're not. You don't even, do you even know what, what what sport the Mets play? I mean, is <laughs> more or less. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, cricket, anyway, right? But they used to. Go ahead. Just keep close. Going. But anyway, so <laughs> they used to play it during the. Uh, I think during the T-shirt toss or something like that, right? Okay. It's like in the seventh inning, sixth inning, or something yeah. like that. And and fans used to go wild. They loved it, right? And they played it for. It had to be like two or three seasons that they played it every single. You know, every time they had the, uh, the, the again, T-shirt toss. If it, if it brings the community together, it's, that's fine. Yeah. I, hey, look, I still love you, Islander fans. I love all of you, okay? It's great. It's you great just, to see it. It's great just, to be there. The song. It's great the song. to support the team. It's just a song. You hate the song. And I'm not even saying to stop doing it. I can't I can't stop that tidal wave. I, I it's, own, it's here. I it's crashing down it. on the Coliseum. It's, it is it is arena-wide. The team embraced it. It's, there's nothing I can do about it. I should play that song one day. Don't you dare. I'm going to do it one day. One day I'm going to I will light the studio on fire. Don't you dare. All right, all right, all right. I'll leave it. 
All oh right. So, yes, that is my piece on that. And, again, if you guys want to sing your hearts out, you guys go ahead. I will not be participating. Oh, they're going to sing But I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the Yes Chant. I love the Yes Chant. I think that's great. Yes and I know that's been around for, for some years now. But, I mean, that I'm on board with that. That's well, great. Glad you approve, this is just sure. one thing that I don't like. We just, we're glad you approve. <laughs> right. Well, Wonderful. <laughs> right. Right. I am the I am obviously the authority <laughs> on all chance. Well, no, no, no. I, <laughs> I, th- I think there are some fans, uh, almost all of them, that beg to differ with it's, you on that it's one. Fine. But it's, that's it's, okay. It's, it's good, bro. That's okay. It's all good. They can they can send me hate if they want. It's it's okay. I embrace it. All right. All right. So we got just under five minutes to go before we wrap this thing up. So I guess real quick, just Everly, he might be out for a while. What does that mean for the forwards? What does that mean for guys like? Michael Duck and we know that Duck is already there, but he's floating around. You have a guy named Oliver Wallstrom that everybody's starting to get excited about down in Bridgeport. And you touched a little bit, I think it was before the show? It was before t- the show. Yeah, you were talking about his numbers down in Bridgeport, so you can share that with us now. Mm-hmm. And maybe talk about a possible opportunity for this guy to get in there. So, yeah, Tony, please have at it. Uh, look, if Everly is out, for any significant amount of time, if he's going to miss it's three, four, it's if it's three loss. or four weeks, I, I think yeah. that I think that that's got to. If I'm not saying that's what it is, I'm just saying if it's three or four weeks, I, I'd have to think that Wallstrom has got to be a, a serious candidate to come up. I don't think that there's any way that you that you 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 can't consider it. I mean, do you want to see maybe if you want to move Avillier off the third line? But I mean, he's been real successful there so early on in the season. I don't know if I'd want to tinker with that. Um, I I know he plays the left side and whatnot, but I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sh- I'm not sure that you you want to. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, Bavillier. Oh, wanted to move. Right, wanted right, to right. Move shuffle the lines a little bit. Okay. Um. So I I, I think it. I th- look the way that this the coaching staff talked about him. The way that Lou talked about him after after training camp. Right. After what we saw in training camp. All right, and what you saw at the end of the season when he when he showed up in Bridgeport. This guy's going to get a look at some point or another. So if there's a spot on the top six that's open for a significant amount of time, he is probably going to get a look. He may not get a look right away, but he's going to get that look at some point or another. I think we we know that that's a foregone conclusion. I am looking forward to seeing him. I don't need to see him game six, so I am I'm hoping that Josh Eberle is is going to get back sooner than Jordan. Yes, I I hope that he's he's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet. Hopefully, we get some kind of word tomorrow. And we'll take it from there. But, you know, you also mentioned before the show that there's another guy who might have had an opportunity here. I don't even want to. I'm not going to say his for, name. But if, for a particular is, trade demand I, I will, or request, I, I should say. I'm not even going to say his name, but I will say that if somebody had kept their mouth shut, they probably would have gotten a phone call this week. Yeah. And would have only had to wait if, four if games. If not playing tomorrow. Yeah. It would have but then probably again, buddy, gotten that call. Barry Trotz does love him some Thomas Kunakel. So maybe nobody but gets a phone call, Kuhnockle regardless. Is, yeah, but Thomas Kuhnockle is a game or two. He's hey, not pal, three to four weeks. We, Somewhat, that's why we I as said, a well, fan base feel that way. Well, that's what but I the st- coaching staff does not. They like Knuckles. No, no, absolutely. They like, like Knuckles. No, I'm telling you right now, if he's out three to four weeks, you, you're going to see Wallstrom. If, if not, you're not going to see him. You may not see him in the first week, but you'll see right, him. Right, if they're not scoring goals. For that first well, week, what's going to happen? Hypothetically, Everly may be out. Thomas Kuhnhackel, yeah. as as nice a player that he is, is not a twenty goal scorer. Hey man, so he scored a great goal that was called back on an offside against the Pittsburgh. I hate <laughs> to say it, game one, uh, right? Well, I, and what I tell you last year, that that goal set the whole tone <laughs> for that entire series. So look, obviously, no we question. want the Islanders to do better than Thomas Kuhnhackel being the fill in for Jordan Everly, mm-hmm. and and if Kuhnhackel does get a more regular spot in the lineup as a result of a long term injury for Everly. We would like to think that he's going to be more in the bottom six than the top six. I'd like to see Beauvillier move up, especially with the way Beauvillier has been playing. Mm-hmm. He's putting points up. He looks confident out there. Give the kid a shot because, yeah, unfortunately, when you get one of your top-line guys, that's all of a sudden when you get worried about that scoring depth. They have depth in the sense that they have plenty of players that can come in and actually fill some roles, but unfortunately... Are they going to be able to do it at a are high they, level? Well, yeah. Are they going to be able to pot goals, pot points, and whatnot? What's what's the what's the count here, buddy? We're we're pretty much ready to get going here, right? I mean, I know there's not a hard cutoff at midnight, we're, we're but fifty nine. Okay. All right. So, is there you any? You can wrap up your thoughts. It's okay. I'm not going to cut you off. <laughs> Thank it's you, Tony. Good. It's very nice. I know. So, hopefully, we get good news on Everly. I mean, for multiple reasons. Because again, I think I'd like to I'd like Walsh to play a little bit longer down the bridge before they bring him. I'm not saying. 
necessarily Devon Taves longer. I don't think we necessarily need to wait that long. I don't think he's going to wait till December. But I would just like to see him gain some more confidence down there, see that he's putting points up, and I think then everybody can feel a little more comfortable with Wallstrom getting the call up and filtering him into the lineup. Yeah, I mean, his numbers at Bridgeport the first four games, he's got a goal, two assists, three points, minus two. He's got 11 penalty minutes in those four games. I'm not sure how that came out. Uh, only seven shots on goal, but I mean, he is a twenty-year-old, nineteen-twenty-year-old uh, playing in the AHL. So, how's how you now that now that we're kind of doing a little Bridgeport report right now? Sure. How's Koivula doing right now, and how is Bellows doing? Key for Sutherland Bellows. Uh, Koivula has only played two games. He's got an assist. He's a minus two, one shot, and two penalty minutes. So, I think he got hurt. I think that's the reason why he wasn't in okay. the lineup. Okay. Uh, Key for Bellows is actually tied for second on the team in scoring. He's got three assists in four games, taking eleven shots. Uh, he's a minus two, but I think the entire team is a minus two, so that's not really anything to go by. Um, but yeah, he's a keeper. Bellows is, you know, he's got three points in four games, which is nice. And uh, like I said, eleven shots. He doesn't have a goal yet, but he's shooting, so that's that's a that's a positive. And Bridgeport's current record in the AHL right um, now. I will tell if you, you please. I will tell you in two seconds. It's do you big, have that for us? Yes, I do. It Can is, you produce uh, that for us? Yeah, it's one, two, and one. Okay, that's that's mediocre. Chris Gibson's off to a nice start, though. Yeah, didn't he have like a forty-four save night or something like yeah, that the other night? I thought I saw something like that. Sixty-eight out of seventy-four so far. He's got a nine-nineteen save. He's one zero and one. Jared Carroll is not had a good start. He's zero two with an eight seventy-five goals. What and about save, save percentage? What about the Islanders' first-round draft pick from this past June? How about that guy? How about Holmstrom? Uh, Simone Holmstrom has got one assist in four games and minus three with five shots. Okay, all right, so. But Arno, they're slow out of the gate at the I bridge too. I can't say this freaking kid's name. Durando, Durando, Arno Durando. I think his name is. I think you're played good. his first AHL game last night. First okay. game, uh, scored on his only shot. So there you go. Good for him. Okay. Uh, and Jacob Skarik made his uh, ECHL debut last night. I believe me, twenty four saves in a four to one win there. I don't. Remember I don't know the what that means. Team. As far as ECHL goes, like, oh, great, he got a win. Good. It's well. It's good. I mean, you, you want to win when you want to be. If you're goalie, you don't want to give <laughs> yes, up goals. You, so, yes. and you want to get wins. So, now, that is the hard hitting analysis we expect from you. Well, Tony, I learned from the best. So, <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> I learned from the best. Very. So nice. anyway, so that so that's really it. Matt Laredo leads Bridgeport yeah. in, in goals and points. He's got three goals and four points in four games. And okay. Jeff Kubiak seems to be off to a good start with three points in two games. All right. So that's it. We we didn't really get to Thomas Hickey's also hurt. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. All right. Do we know what Lower the... body, they say it's... I don't think they say it's too serious, but... All right, it's so... It's nothing from, the concuss- from that hit that he took last week. We had intended to look a little deeper into the Blues, the Jets, and the Jackets because the game's coming up this week, but the truth is, folks, it's midnight, and we kind of got to wrap it out because unlike all you teachers and students out there, we got to work tomorrow. <laughs> so we, we got to wrap this thing up. Got to go to work. So, that look... trip to Manhattan tomorrow is not going to be fun, so... Indeed, indeed. So, look, Tough test against the Blues. They they fared pretty well against the Blues last year, but we know the Blues story as well last and year. We didn't play the Blues. I think they didn't play the Blues after they they started their run. I think they were it was last just before team. actually they, they kind of they started started coming alive after that game at uh that actually Isles Meetups had at Boss Croakers. The Islanders won that game, and mm-hmm. then the Blues kind of took off after that. Right. So clearly the Islanders inspired the Blues to to turn their season around. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what you come up with. so you got so you got that tomorrow. Uh-huh. Okay, the champs are coming in, and then you got the Jets on Thursday. We already saw what an awful defense they have, so hopefully the Islanders can take advantage of that up in Winnipeg. And then you got those Jackets without the uh, you know pretty much half the roster that left last year. You got a record on them, real quick, Tony, or is that a lot to ask? Too is that gonna it's a, is that gonna it's a lot to gonna ruin your night if I ask you how the Jackets are doing? Yeah, I can get up. <laughs> I mean, give me like a little notice. Uh, you please? know, look, some, this is live. We're off the cuff, you know, and, and sometimes I'm going to throw some curveballs at you. They're the two and three. Are two I got and three. Yes, they, they are. They're two and three. They All got right. a minus seven so goal differential. They're just as bad good. slash good as the Islanders right now. Can we talk about how everyone was was? was I don't want to say. It. I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm really. I was. I was about to give another sign by just off the cuff. I'm not going to do it. What? Uh, no, everyone was 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 singing the praises of of the Devils. Everything that they did last week. Last, oh last yeah. Year, and Boy, have they! What's going on in the swamp? Terrible. Huh? They have a minus fourteen goal differential right now. That is. They've scored nine goals poor. in five games, and they've given up twenty three. Oh my god! 
That is not good. The Sens have a win. I mean, for Christ's sake, <laughs> I mean, give me a break. The Sens yeah. have a win. Yeah, the swamp is swampy right now. Not, yeah. not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, they, they, they were shut out against Boston the other night. What, last night? I don't Two think Hughes has no points yet, right? Does he have a point yet? I don't think he does. He does not have yeah, a point. I don't know what's going on. And I Subban, haven't seen any of these didn't games. Didn't Subban leave a game with, 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 with I honestly with don't know. Well, I have not paid one iota of attention to the Devils. I just saw that they weren't performing well. Yeah, that's 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 unfortunate. Yeah. Wow, that's that's wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good. lot of people said that the the Devils were going to be better than the Islanders this year. That's what I was talking about. That. That's what I'm talking about. Well, we'll see again. It's only five games, but five that that games. is that but is that's a, a pretty bad five games, bro. Nine goals in five games. Wow. Or twenty three against. That is that is awful. And you know, again I, I haven't seen the games, but the big question mark for the Devils was the goaltending. Perhaps that is what the issue is right now. Perhaps that's the issue. I, I like the fact I, I love the fact you know, it's it's funny because when you read some of these some of these, these you know, these these headlines. Yeah. Slow start for the Devils. What what the hell are you talking about, slow start? They've been steamrolled for five games. Where is there a, the Islanders have had a slow start, okay? When you've won Two games of your first five—that's a slow start, Tony. I can't. When you've been steamrolled for nine goals, four and twenty-three against, that's not a slow start. That means that you're getting your ass kicked on a nice nightly basis. Yes, I think we can call that a piss poor start. Okay, yes, that's not what they're going to put in the headlines. They're not going to say that in the headlines. That's a good one. And the Rangers are off to a decent start. They're two and one. Capo yeah, Paco Cap- got his first goal yes, the other night. Yes, he did. Right? He got his first Good goal. Good for they him. Did, they lost the other night. That's a shame. That is a shame. Well, Edmonton looking pretty good right now. Yeah, they got well. James Neal going. They got the offense going. They got Tippett behind the bench. I was talking to a Ranger fan buddy of mine yesterday, and uh, they were saying that the the Oilers did a very good job defensively. They, they look good, and that's a Dave Tippett game. Actually, I was talking about this earlier today, but anyway. Uh, Dave Tippett, <laughs> defensive coach. Defensive coach. He is. Yeah. He is a defensive coach. And yeah. That's the reason why he is a NHL head coach. He's good. Tony, you are killing it tonight. I, I, I mean, just look, as much I, as I it's, am. It's, 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 as late as this is, I, I feel like I'm at my I'm on top of my game right you, now. You I feel are really Tony, good about it. You are. That's, that's really why we have it. you here. All right. So purpose. there you <laughs> there you have it. I think we can pretty much wrap up now. So you can you can cue the music up, Tony. And look, another another fairly tough week coming up. Hopefully, the the Islanders can, can get it together and rattle off a couple wins in a row here. Interested to see who Barry Trotz goes with between the pipes. Will they give it back to Varlamov after his game last night, or are they going to go back to Christ? We don't know, but we're going to find out. So, folks, if you tuned in with us late live here tonight, we really appreciate it. We know 11 o'clock isn't exactly an ideal start. But all the same, we appreciate you hanging out with us. And for anybody that's going to hear us in the morning commute tomorrow or during the week, we appreciate that too. Remember, you can always tune in live or for the archives at HockeyNightNY.com. You can follow the show at HockeyNightNY on Twitter. You can follow Tony at Tony Stabile. You can follow myself at Shawnee Hockey. And please, folks, if you can, if you got a few seconds, a few minutes, please subscribe. Please rate and review the show. That helps us out. Gets our name out there. We appreciate it. And, and again, always hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up with some emails, whatever you like. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't. We're always open. We're always open. And also, there is a new chat feature that we have for any live listeners out there that you can actually go to the, to the HockeyNightNY.com site and you can actually chime in with us, chat along with us, and Tony will do his best to bring it up over the course of the show. We'll like try to take some, your, to do. Let's, some let's, of your ideas, some of your questions. People. If you want to start hitting us up live during the show, just another way for you guys to interact. So once again, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. For Tony Stabile, my name is Sean Cuthbert. Enjoy your Columbus Day. We will see you next week at our regular scheduled time at 9 o'clock. Have a great night. <laughs>